we go for another first impression BJJ. Today, we're going to have Antonio Smith as guest. Antonio and I, we are teammates from the same team, right? Uh, Jiu-Jitsu for life. Not from the same academy, but from the same team. And uh, we know each other for, I would say, a, a couple of years already. And um, today, we've been talking and we finally got together to do an episode. So to begin with, I want you to talk about a little bit of your life, like your personal life, not with jujitsu. I want you to introduce yourself, you know, like tell me a little bit more and then we're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, so my name is Antonio Smith. I live in uh, the Buffalo area in New York. Uh, I run Niagara Falls BJJ and I've been an employee of New York state for 12 years. Um, I run a group home for people with disabilities, uh, mental disabilities. Awesome. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, I've been a crisis intervention trainer and a certified promote instructor. So at work, I basically teach people how not to get in physical confrontations and how to, yeah, how to de-escalate situations verbally. Uh, and it's, it's really cool. It's, it's been great. It's really helped me in my life in general. Um, I have a son, his name is Leandro. Uh, I like the name Leandro for a multitude of reasons, but uh, <laughs> I really, one of my favorite ever uh, jujitsu athletes was Leandro Lowe. There you go. So I basically gave his mom a true, a true story. I basically gave his mom like a choice between three names, uh, Antonio, Uriah, because Uriah? I really like Uriah Faber was my first favorite MMA fighter. And I think it's a pretty <laughs> cool name and Leandro and she picked Leandro. Oh, so uh, I like Leandro too. Yeah. And then, so that, and that's it. I've been on the, I've been with the Jiu-Jitsu for Life team for a little over two years. And it's been honestly, uh, a life-changing experience. Like, um, I fought MMA before I had seven cage fights. I was five and two and I won an amateur title. I won seven and oh in boxing and won the golden gloves in 2012, uh, the novice golden gloves, not the open class. And then I got into Gi Jiu Jitsu and it was great. Uh, me and Calvin were talking earlier, but honestly, uh, and I, I, I have a ton of accomplishments. Like I won masters one blue belt worlds. I awesome. took second at masters two at masters one purple belt worlds. I took second once. I won Masters One Purple Belt Pans at Purple Belt. I took mm-hmm. third at Masters One Purple Belt Pans. I took second at Masters One Brown Belt uh, Worlds twice. And I took second at Masters One Brown Belt Pan American Championships twice. Um, and that was all great and stuff. Honestly, uh, dude, I'm, and then I joined this team and I got to meet the guys on the team. Like, man, so many great guys on this team. Definitely. And I got to meet George and spend a lot of time with George Brito, who's the head of, co-founder of our affiliation. And it literally changed my life. Yes, I'm sure. Like, um, you know, uh, being part of the team, being part of something bigger than um, our own actually little gym, you know, and, and ourself, like Jiu-Jitsu for Life, for me to, you know, being changing, like, and help me to to evolve, like, my personal life and and. As a, as a coach, you know, especially as a coach, because the support that they've been giving me for many years, you know, for, I don't know, since 2014 or whatever, it's been great, you know, and like you said, like when you met George was like something different and changes. So same thing to me, you know, I, I never knew George, but then when I got to meet him was like, okay, I actually met someone that's like true and legit, you know, there's no way you can, you can come and say, oh, this guy's not legit. Somebody that I will train with, you know, like we spoke earlier this morning, um, somebody that trained with like Grace family, you know, and being around for jujitsu for a long time. Like today, I think today is uh, 
let me just check February 12th, right? So today I think he just posted something about um, his anniversary of black belt, even if I'm not wrong, like 16 years old black belt on being a black belt, you know? So it's great. It's a, it's a great guy. It's a great personality. It's an amazing friend. You know, I've been with him all the time. We travel together. We do a lot of stuff. I'm sure he can bring a lot of stuff like to you and to the team, you know, especially talking about jujitsu. But um, let's go back to all this, all this accomplishment that you had, you know, like the, the, the titles. I'm sure it's something really nice, but it, it isn't something that you would be bragging about and say, oh, this, I'm, I'm the word, uh, I'm a champion of this or that, you know. I, I know that you don't like that. And how, how, uh, how was the feeling, you know, like explain, I want you to explain a little bit of the feeling of be there, like as a blue belt, I think was the, a major one that you had, right? The major, the war title. Yeah. Right? Um, so how is the feeling? Can you explain a little bit of that? Like, I want you to explain this on the way through the tournament, winning the tournament, and after winning the tournament, you know, the process. Dude, I, I just knew. So I just knew, man. I just, I just knew I was going to do good. Like, honestly, I, uh, the leading up to the tournament. So I, I, so I, I really, wanted to show people that guys in Buffalo were tough and we were good and we were tough and we were good. And I, that's what I wanted to show people. Like I didn't care, but I wanted to show people that we were good. We didn't have like a high level coach. We kind of co coached ourselves and it was about the dudes in the room, honestly. And uh, so I went there, I just trained and trained and trained and trained and trained and trained and trained ton and ran and worked out that's, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all I did bro I lived it and uh I remember one of my friends he's a good friend of mine and he wasn't doing it to discourage me he wasn't doing it to hurt my feelings he was doing it out of friendship and I remember he said he had been there before and I'm not going to call him out or anything but he said hey man he said these dudes you're going to go against are really good I'll never forget it. our backs were against the wall it was at WNY MMA And he said, hey, man, these guys you're going to go against are really good. I know you're a confident dude, but, you know, I, I just don't want you to fall too hard if you don't win. And I looked at him and I was like, bro, I'm really good. <laughs> and I went, dude, and I didn't let a single point in against me until the finals of the absolute. Like, wow. dude, I was just on fire, bro. And, like, I don't really think I'm that good, to be honest with you. And you don't really have to go further than Toronto BJJ to find out that there's levels <laughs> because there's a couple of my friends that are brown belts and purple belts that will put it on me and it's all good, bro. But I, I wanted to show people what was up. I wanted to show people and there was like a burning desire. And then, you know what, after the tournament, I don't wear my medals after I get off the podium, they're all sitting in a box at the gym for the, the little kids to look at because it inspires them. They're not hung up or anything. And on Monday, You know where I was? I was back on the mat training. Training you know, again. Why? Because you, you never get too high on a win and you never get too low on a loss. And I used to argue with my coaches, the guys that were supposed to be coaching me. They'd be like, man, you got a tournament coming up on Saturday. It's Wednesday. You can't train. And like, I'm a knucklehead, bro. So like nobody <laughs> could tell me anything. I was like, listen, man, if you're telling me I can't train because I'm competing Saturday, then I don't want to compete because I'm only competing because I like to train. Because I like training. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It's, it's, and like, no, and like, it's not about the titles or anything, but sometimes, and sometimes what I found in like combat sports or martial arts in general is like the titles can add a little bit of legitimacy to what you're saying. And that doesn't make it, that doesn't mean that the guys who have won or medaled know what they're talking about more, 
but sometimes people tend to listen more. No, definitely, definitely. But when when you actually win there and you got the title, how? Okay, I know I've been through this too. You know, I won a, a few a couple of tournaments, and um, the feeling for sure is like very exciting. But I never actually won like a, a major tournament like that. And going through, I don't know how many fights did you had that day? Six fights that day. Six fights to the final. Yep. With the final. Yep. So after winning the final, how was the feeling here? Like I'm sure. I, Dude, I, got my, I got my purple belts on the podium. It was one of the best days of my life. I still have the video. I, I mean, dude, it's so emotional for me. Like, dude, uh -huh. I make it personal. Like, I, I know I shouldn't. I know it's probably not like the best uh -huh. thing to do, but it's personal for me, bro. Like, it, it's personal. Like, it's a game. Jiu-Jitsu is just a game that I like to play. I really enjoy helping people. Like, I'm looking directly at the camera. I enjoy helping people. Yeah, That's why I work my day job. That's why I teach jujitsu. I enjoy helping people, but and when we're going to play a game to the death and we both signed the waiver, it's a game. I'm down. Game. <laughs> I am okay game to fight to the death. Dude. I tell my friends all the time. You can know easily that if I die on the mat or in the cage or in the boxing ring, that I went out doing something that I loved and to, to let somebody go out doing something that they love. It's just what it is, bro. I mean, we're all going to go one day. I, and I mean, it's literally that deep for me. Like, that's literally how much I love this thing. It's like, exactly. it's a, it, it makes life better. A hundred percent. I agree for sure. It's like everyone, everyone has their own thought and different and different thinking, right? Like, I really like, I really, I can't say like, I love jujitsu so much too, you know, because I try every single, it's not about one day, it's about one period of your life that you train for it or, you know, there's many people that they have this difference of, um, of opportunity of training. There is the people that they find the excuse to be lacking the training or, you know, they might, they might like, they might like jujitsu, but they have this opportunity to like the training. They was like, they will get off of the training. But there's people that really love, you know, really love jiu-jitsu and does that for the art, does that for yourself, like a personal thing, like you said. It's personal, you know. You yeah. really like it. You put all the effort there. So that's what makes, that's, well, I believe that's what made you to go there out of the tournament and win, right? Uh, dude, I mean, it's the, the so you, you said something that was really interesting. And, and I heard, you know, I, I listened to the podcast before, like you said, um, there's people that really like to train, but some days they just, they can't make it to training. And, and that's good, though. And you should know that and you should know your limit and play within it, dude. It's about going, it's about training forever. It's not about being a world champion. It's not about, the, it's about just training, dude. If you train two days a week, dude, that's awesome, man. Your life is better. Dude, I tell people all the time, I said, you should use jujitsu to make your life better. You shouldn't use your life around jujitsu. And like the fact that like, that shouldn't be looked at as a negative. Those people that love jujitsu but no they can only train once a week twice a week once every two weeks those are the people that i that i respect the most man those are the they're the bomb they're awesome exactly. like that's we shouldn't talk about them with like oh you know no dude that's dope like that's you great. can make it if you can make it you make it yeah, yeah. dude what <laughs> that's it bro and like we need to encourage them like because dude it's like you're married right we were to me yeah. and you have talked about this before like man like do you find that you're the love of your relationship it gets better over time yes no 
yes. What do you think is going to happen with jujitsu, bro? Exactly. Like, <laughs> if you go twice exactly. a week for, and then you only go, you know, over five years from now, you're going to love it more. I agree. It's like the more, well, like, like I mentioned, like, it's not about, uh, um, really be there every single day you want to be there. Okay. I, I was one of the guys that was there every single day, every mm-hmm. single t- morning, lunch, night, weekends, holidays, whatever. It's not just because I love it. It's something that it's for, it's for me. I understand the people that cannot. And I understand the guys that is lack, you know, that they push it back. Maybe they like it, but they push it back. I'm in favor for the person that want to have jujitsu in life. Like you said, if you can only train one day a week and you're looking for that, you're looking to go train and you say, man, unfortunately, I can only train one day, but I still make it. Man, you're more than welcome. I'm more than happy to help you, you know? And and it's uh, encouraging to see that and say, yeah, man, keep doing this. If you can train twice and let's say you get a day off, you have nothing to do. Man, I'm drinking ten- Thinking of training, I'll go, I'll help you with that. Let me, let's go, let's train it. Like you said, the more you into it twice a, twice a week, three times a week, the love it's gonna, it's gonna grow the more and more, more and more. And for us in like my own selfish way, dude, how many more people am I going to get exposed to? Bro, you're only training twice a week. That's awesome. Because like, I'm going to be exposed to you. And then on this day, I'm going to be exposed to somebody else. And I'm going to meet somebody else. And like yeah. jujitsu has this weird thing about it. It seems, I, I've, I've seen this a long time ago on a, on a YouTube video. Like, dude, the people who do jujitsu, they usually only get better. <laughs> like they usually, they usually only become better people. Like, I don't really know a lot of people who've trained jujitsu and got, became worse people. So became I'm going to get, worse. exactly. Yeah, I don't know I'm anybody. <laughs> be exposed to all these people who are training twice a week, blah, 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 once a week. And it's going to be, they're going to be better people. And you know what it's going to do? Me and you were talking about this before, dude. It's going to make the community better. You know, exactly. what's gonna do? you know what's going to do? That's going to make my life better. It's going to make my kids' life better. It's going to make life, of course, everyone that's around the community, you know? And dude, it's not, it doesn't need to be, everybody doesn't need to be a gladiator, bro. No, 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 no. Exactly. That thing, uh, I this 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 is one actually one of the things that I, I always listen to, like, uh, to George on, like, end of class, you know, every time... Tuesdays and Thursdays when we finish a nice session of drilling and then rolling, there's always some talk, right? And uh, I remember that he says, I was like, um, you, you, if you're here, we're training, you know, you're progressing, you're doing good. Maybe you're not progressing or whatever, but competition is a part of, of jiu-jitsu. You know, competition is a part of life. Anyways, you compete on anything that you do pretty much. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to train jiu-jitsu and become the the best fighter you don't need to go to the gym thinking that you have to train jiu-jitsu and become a fighter become a a competitor if you want to compete and put your skills to prove it itself you know because i believe this is the safest way that you can actually prove your skills you don't want to train jiu-jitsu your whole life and be proving your skills out on the street yeah i agree totally you know so if you have a tournament and you want to go there and actually say man i train jiu-jitsu for two three years two times weekly I'm sure you had a lot of improvement in the last three years that you've been training jiu-jitsu on your life and in your own martial art like life, you know, lifestyle. And why not put that, why you you don't think on like getting a little bit better because the tournament always give you that space to push it through, you know? And you don't need to be a warrior 
if you don't want to go the tournament, it's all it's all about you. You know, you don't need to, but would it be great to to do a challenge? You know, a little challenge. Man, dude, you you just said so much. I mean, like, dude, there's so much. There's so much great stuff there. Like, I, I like so. I, so I think one. So what what I try to do as a coach, or and I don't really consider myself a coach. I consider myself a friend or a teammate. Like, yeah. dude, like I learn from everybody, man. Like, oh, everybody. I'm sure, I'm sure. And people learn. So for one, I, I I try not to be like. I'm like, dude. You know, I'm like, man. It, like. I tell the guys, dude, I, I drive to Toronto BJJ and train with some of the best guys in the world and get the best information, the most. One second, one second. But how, um, so you drive to Toronto BJJ. How long is the drive to Toronto BJJ? Uh, it, well, at five o'clock, it's like two, two and a half hours. But at nighttime, when I'm buzzing home, it's like an hour and 45 minutes. Okay. So <laughs> this guy drives from uh, Buffalo, Niagara. He crossed the borders, come to Toronto BJJ trains learn and bring the knowledge to somebody else like you just said earlier i don't consider myself as a coach or a friend i understand your feeling about it because i i kind of have the same uh, uh way of thinking but you're doing something really great that is you're going out for the knowledge you're grabbing the knowledge and you bring to your friends i understand your feeling of being a friend but in a way or other you're just being the middle guy and you are like the coach for them, you are something for them. Even those guys have been with you for a long time. I'm sure they look at you as a friend, but they respect you as a coach because you do that. Trust. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That. So I, maybe I try not, here's the thing is that I try not to like, we'll have plenty of time to rest later. We're still, I'm still young, man. I still got a yeah. lot. We still got a lot. We, the, it's, we're just starting. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, so I try not to think about it like that. I try to just be the best I can be in the moment. And then at the very end, I'll look back and reflect. But man, we're just starting, especially with this COVID. But anyway, so I drive and we get the latest techniques. We get the latest information. We get the latest stuff with the best guys in the world. Man, man, dude, I'm telling you, if you, I tell the guys, man, just if you just trust me, if you just trust the process, trust the system, you're going to go out there and you're going to have fun, bro. And you're going to go, you did the best you can do. Dude, man, that's dope. Bro, you did something. I tell the guys all the time, a very small percentage of the world, unfortunately, will ever walk through those doors at Niagara Falls BJJ. And out of that very small percentage, a very small percentage of those guys will ever get out on the competition mat. And you're going to get out there, dude. You're going to have fun. That's why I love Next Gen, dude. Next Gen is so great, dude. You're there, all these friendly faces. Yes, there is the competition vibe, bro. I tell the guys, you know, don't talk to the guys before the match. You know, go, don't talk to them. Just do your thing, you know, play the match. And then afterwards, you know, they won't shake hands. It's all love, blah, 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 blah. Oh, good. But you get, but you're around all these friendly faces. You're around your teammates. You get the exhibition matches. You get exposed to it, you know, and you get to see where you're at, man. Everybody that I, everybody that I train with at Niagara Falls BJJ that's ever competed has only said one thing. They want to do it again. And we've had guys lose in the first round. We've had guys make it to the very end. So like, don't look at the negative, man. Like there's this, there's this famous quote that I like. It's like, man, what if we lose? But man, bro, what if we win? Like, let's not worry about what we lose. Like we ain't going to lose, bro. Once, once I've decided to do something, I tell the guys all the time. Once, dude, I was talking to the kids class the other day. So like, it's, so to keep everything on topic, we're talking about competition. I was talking to the kids class the other day. I told them, I said, once I commit to doing something, I'm committed, dude. When I win, I win with, I win with great. I'm a gracious winner and a gracious loser because I already expected to win because I committed to do something. Once I commit to do something, I'm going to do my best. And when I do my best, usually things work out for me. 
Usually. Yes. Yes. Sometimes they don't. But if they don't, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to learn a lot in the process. I'm going to enjoy the experience and I'm going to grow. So that's the way I try to frame competition for the guys. And, you know, just point. like that's a great point. You know, to keep going. And, and I mean, like, you know, just there's just like you said, it's part of it. So yeah, for sure. And like, dude, again, like, yes, me, me and you, black belts, we're out there, dude. You're fighting it. We're fighting at black belt, bro. Like, for sure. Some of the biggest tournaments in the world. Yes. Yeah. The stakes are a little higher. Man, we're doing next gen in Toronto. It's a great tournament, well run event, reasonably priced local all these benefits you don't need to go in there fearing for your life bro i'm gonna be mad <laughs> sure not. i'm gonna be sure mad. not i'm gonna be mad side dude the worst that's gonna happen you're gonna lose me and you are gonna talk about it we're gonna take some pictures and we're gonna go eat after and <laughs> you're gonna it. grow bro like dude there's not what's the worst case dude dude it comes down to this do you think and like this is so cliche like my whole life is a giant cliche so whatever <laughs> <laughs> dude do you think fear is real Fear is real. Fear do you think it's real? real? You no, think I don't think fear is real. No, dude, it's not real. Fear is not real. I think, uh, I think, um, I actually heard something about it. I actually heard something, I think, uh, two or three weeks ago, talking about the fear that you create that, you create that on your own mind before you actually go through a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? I tell the kids all the time, man, I'm telling you first, don't walk, don't make an aggressive move towards me in kids class because they will attack you. But I tell the kids all the time, I say, I said, listen, I said, if a bear walked through that door and we were overrun by fear, would we be more likely to live or would the bear be more likely to eat us? And they all say we'd be more likely to be eaten by the bear. The fear would make us blind. It would cloud our judgment. Dude, it's hard. It's hard, man. That's what you, it's hard to control your emotions. It's hard, but fear isn't real, man. It's not, you got to block. Danger is real. The dame, the bearer might yes. eat us. Yes. We need danger to, is there, right? Yeah, <laughs> we need yeah. to be realistic yeah. about it, yeah. but yeah. the fear is not there. And if anybody's asking you to do more than your best, you can tell them where to go. <laughs> if you have a, <laughs> if you have a wife, and three kids, and you're working two jobs, and you're the guy training jujitsu once a week, and you want to compete, and we bring back all my extra soda cans and everything, and we yeah. get you in that tournament, and you lose, and somebody makes fun of you, bro, it's, you need to go over and tell them where to go, because you literally just did your best, and exactly. that's literally all you can do. You're a champion in life, dude. You're taking care of your family, you're working two jobs, and you're still training jujitsu. Man, dude, I wish I was that guy. Yes. That's what's up. And those are the guys you need to praise. It's it like, man, dude, it, it's for everybody. There's no, and like, dude, it's guys like, it's, you know, this is where I like, um, you're like, man, Antonio, you said you weren't a coach and now you're saying you are a coach. Guys like me and you, guys like in the front of the room, we need to be there like fostering that, creating that mm -hmm. attitude. And yes. dude, there's only one way to do that. But we, but we were saying, we were talking about earlier, bro. I, it's not a gimmick, dude. It's not a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me, bro. I, you know, I, like you said, to quote J. Cole, like I did earlier, dude, I, this isn't a gimmick, dude. I spit it how I live it. Like, this is me every day. Like, and if you want the guys, the girls, the kids, dude, you want to help people, help them see life like that. And you will help people. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Like you said, you are the front, you are the front, you are in the front there. People are looking to you, you know, and then you go there to teach, you go there to talk. People have different, like different experience, life, uh, lifestyles. And then 
when you see a guy like that that have uh, maybe two jobs, two, three kids, wife, you know, got to take care of the kids. Maybe the wife works too. Sometimes he got to take care of the kids. So the wife do some stuff and then he still go to train twice, three times a week. Man, exactly. These guys deserve, you know, something. It's not, it's not about going to the tournament and for sure make good and win. And that medal is going to show how hard he's worked because you, you don't know his life, but like, we just know you don't wear my shoes. You know, you don't wear my shoes. You don't know what I go through. So winning, go to the tournament, winning a medal and thinking, oh my God, this guy's the best. No, 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 man. You don't know what he does to be able to train and go there. In the case, if, if he wins, because whenever he loses, people say, okay, just you got to do better next time. Better in what, man? You have no idea. <laughs> dude, you know, you have no idea. Man, dude, I, like you said, dude, I lost twice this year. My first round, dude, I lost my first match two times this year as a black ball. Bro, is somebody going to let somebody say something to me? You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I, dude, I did my best. I literally did my best, bro. Yeah. I gave it everything I had, dude. And I lost, bro. So what? What? Dude uh i mean like bro, dude george back, says back the to the gym bro george says it all the time bro congratulations this guy won that guy won this guy won what you know what you're the only one who's still thinking about it exactly. everybody else has moved on to something else no one cares exactly. dude, that's no awesome one. it's awesome no one cares i can literally no one can't my change life. my life no dude, one no can't life. change my dude, life i'm just like dude no one cares like this is so great it's like awesome literally no one cares no one you can cares. look at it two ways, though, or you can go in the corner and cry. You can go over there and cry because no one cares. No I'm one. gonna be here laughing, telling you like, "Don't worry <laughs> about it. No one cares." But exactly. dude, it's all your mindset, man. It's all how you look at the world, dude. It's what is it? It's, it's like as old as the day. Like, dude, life is like 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. Like, yeah, Antonio, you're just a bunch of random memes or random quotes. Yeah, dude. But I'm telling you what, if you put them into action, your life's gonna be a little bit better. And guess what? It's not easy. It is not Definitely easy. Not. It is not easy, bro. It is work, man. Especially in this year, dude. Especially in the place we live in, in, in the world in general, dude. It's not, life is not easy. And like, Definitely. for those of us who are lucky enough to have things, and like, dude, this is what I, this is why I love the team, dude. For people like us that are lucky enough to have things, we should be constantly giving back and helping other people. And like, that's what I love to see, dude. I love to see other people doing well. It like gets me, I don't know why, dude, I'm weird, man. When I see other people do well, I get like super excited. I want to like run around and like do better. That's great. That's great for sure, man. Because you you know what? Like we talked earlier about this of the community, right? Like you see somebody from the community, like doing good or doing something that's like very motivational and, and actually pumps you that you get like, hyped from man it's this is nice you know i like it like I, I me too when i see people man especially growing in life like whenever i see all my friends that you know maybe before didn't have so much opportunity and now they're actually putting some work to make something happen in life it's different like man i've been my whole my whole journey on jiu-jitsu was always like especially in the beginning between uh white belt and blue belt and purple belt would be like Training at least two times, uh, two times daily, two times daily, plus working in two jobs. You know, I was working. I used to, I used to get off. I used to work at uh, um, Young and Bloor, Young and Bloor, and then Toronto BJJ was at Bloor and Christie. Okay. Twelve o'clock. I had like one hour lunch. I run, get the get the 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 subway. Toronto BJJ take a class, my phone was hours on call because something would happen. I would be with my phone there and then I would go right back to work, work again, 
Five o'clock, go to another work. Work until 6.30, get this, the subway, go to turn on BJJ, finish class at nine and go back to work to finish doing whatever. I used to do cleaning. So it was like kind of very liable, like reliable. You know, they could let me go and back because I just had to clean for the next day, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I go training and then after training, I go back. And then I was always like working, making some money, working training working make someone training competing paying all my compete like my tournaments and stuff but then i saw a couple of friends of mine staying behind you know yeah. like they they want to train they want to do stuff but it was like they didn't want to do stuff like things in life they maybe they're just using they train in jiu-jitsu they think that jiu-jitsu was like the best thing ever in your life but they were just like training but not making anything for their own life you know, so five years later, six years later. So now I got to, you know, to be a black belt. I have my own job. I, I do, I do construction. I have my trade, you know, I make my money, but I always had in mind, like, I want to make my life, my whole life through jujitsu. I want to make my money through jujitsu. I want to leave jujitsu. You know, I don't want to keep doing, I want to get out of this work because I love so much jujitsu and I want, I want to make that my life. Yeah. And that is happening right now. Why? Because I made something before to make this happen right now. And I see people that before was so good, yeah, you know, so good. And now what is happening? Like no jobs, you know, only training, complaining that coronavirus is there and nothing's happening, you yeah. know? Well, dude, you, you, you said it. I mean, you put it back. I was just like, man, I was like impressed. Like, first of all, like, let's just talk about the dedication that you had. And, and second of all, like, what, so what was your secret, man? So what was the secret? Work, put, put the time in, mindset. That's it. Wait, work? Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, work. You did the work, huh? Isn't that so crazy? Like, and it's funny because like you were saying, so like, and again, like, dude, it, it, like, I think this is why I really, I, we, this is why I really think, this is why I really respect the, Brazilians that brought jujitsu here and guys like George and like guys like the Gracie's and guys, everybody, all of them. And like, of course, like I'm an American guy. Like I, I love America too, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. like, man, you, you're like, you, but you put the work in dude and you wanted to make your life that and they, and they saw you working and they kept teaching you and giving you opportunity. Dude, a guy like me, like I did the same, dude, your life sounds just like mine, bro. I'd work, I train, I go home and go to bed. I wake up really early again so I can work mm-hmm. out, work, train, exactly. do the same thing, dude. I wasn't, I'm not special, dude. I'm not special. Not exactly. I tell exactly. the guys all the time, dude. Like I've never been naturally good at anything I've ever done. Usually anytime I start something new, I suck at it. I tell the kids <laughs> all the time, what's the first yes, step to being yes, good at something yes. is not being good at it. The first step to being good at something is not being good at it and being okay with that. And then through hard work and dedication, you become better. And then through hard work and dedication and learning, you become good. You know what I'm saying? I never did jujitsu to make money. I never was even shown that path, dude. A lot of guys here weren't showing that path. A lot of my friends are really good. They're yeah. actually some killers. That really good. I, I know. <laughs> like some of my friends, I'm talking about back in Buffalo. Like my friends in Toronto are really good, dude. They, and they have the accolades and the talent and stuff like to prove it. Some of my friends in Buffalo that are hanging out at Purple Belt because I gave them their Purple Belts have been training longer than me. And we're D1 level athletes. And if yeah. you're not from America, you don't know that's the highest level there is. Some yeah. of them, like Pat Mix, who fought for the Bellator world title and just got his purple belt, but's been wrestling since he was born 
and has been doing grappling and jujitsu since, you know, for five years, six years. How is this dude still a purple belt? How, how did he not get his purple belt until he met me, until I trained with, you know what I'm saying? Like my boy, Zach, I know. dude, service to the community. Dude, the athletic ability of a D1 offensive lineman. I, I'm like, bro, you literally can't wear a blue belt anymore, dude. You've been a blue belt for eight years, bro. You actually have to move up now. Like we, somebody, I know that your girlfriend bought you a purple belt and I feel bad saying this, like, and they didn't give it to you. But as I tie this purple belt around you, know that this was earned a long time ago. And like, so like, you know, like I said, like, dude, I, we, that's where guys like the original guys that came, the Brazilians that like brought it helped foster like a positive good healthy community like where guys like you were able to grow and flourish like dude when i met george dude I, my life was far, falling apart bro like i didn't know what i was gonna do like blah 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 x y and z and this dude just helps me for no reason like legit like maybe he knew me maybe he didn't i it's exactly the story i go with i haven't even taken the time to ask him because i've been too busy working since i've met him and all George, you know what George does for me, dude? He talks to the room and I pay attention. He puts stuff on social media and I pay attention. And then you know what I do? I just go figure the rest out on my own. Just like you did. Because you <laughs> nobody else is gonna do it for you, and nobody else is gonna do it for me. Dude, I, you know what? Here's the thing is that if nobody else does it for me and nobody else does it for you, it's gonna be even sweeter. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Dude, the, the the final product is gonna taste better. Exactly. No. And I didn't even want to do it for money. And I, I mean, like, dude, I, I st like, I still am the worst merchandiser you'll ever meet in your life. You know why? <laughs> Because, dude, I just want everybody to have, dude, I like to timestamp people's journey for them. Yo, tape, we made X amount of hoodies. Like, just take a shirt. I like you. You've been training with us from the very beginning. Like, dude, like, I'm, I'm just not the guy to do hey, it. I know, I know how is it. Trust me. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty close to that too. Very I mean, close. Dude, You, you just gotta like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you want to help people. You want to give back. You see people yeah. struggling, dude. It is not e like, dude, it, it, like, it's, and I know we've kind of gotten off topic, but it's like, dude, it is like, you know, we we're talking about the growing and everything. It's not an easy journey, dude. Like some people, dude, you work on yourself a lot, man. And it's tough and you go to the room and you sacrifice this and that, like you sacrifice your time for that dude who's training twice a week. You know, he might be sacrificing reading a book with his kid and dude, He oh, spent yeah. time with his kid. Yeah, he played basketball with his kid. Yeah, he did this. But reading a book, man, but he wanted to go to jujitsu for himself. So he's doing something for himself. And I see those dudes in there grinding and I see him struggling. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, bro. And it's just like, you got to be the example, man. You got to be the change. And the best way to do it is like, you know, encourage and help. But, um, I, like and, I said, and, I, and actually we have a good place to do like, We got to take advantage of the place that we are too. Like you say, you know, I'm not being a coach. Now I'm talking to being a coach, but the way that like you, you, you've been telling me all the time, I like to help people. I like to help. I like to help. So this is your way, you know, yeah, like you said, this is your way. I like them to do it themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like how George kind of let me do it. Like George, exactly. just lets me do it. George just lets me do it himself. Like, dude, don't, I don't worry. I know if I mess up, I'll have a message on my phone. They'll be like, Hey man, I'll be like, yeah. Exactly. No, man. The same thing with me. <laughs> Whatever you said, like everything that you said is exactly like that. Like, man, I don't expect nobody to do things for me. You know, like even even George or Josh, that hours, man, these guys hours helping me. Like, man, the smallest thing that you can that you can take as a help, like any a gi, 
want t-shirts, something that the guy, people come to you and, and provide to you. I was, I, man, when I got those things, I was like, I was, I was like, thank you. Like, <laughs> dude, man, Josh, make, make something feel like you'll feel something really good being like gifted or, or helped by somebody. And in their place, helping another person, looking to the guy and see maybe the guy need help or whatever. Let me just give him something, a, 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 a motivation thing, you know? Maybe it's just a small thing. But like you said, I just watch the George stuff. I just see whatever he says. I just see what he posts. And this helps me to work for myself. It's not him is doing things for you. I travel with him all the time. I travel with him all the time. I listen to him all the time. And, and my brain my brain works a lot you know no I'm i still, know exactly how it is <laughs> exactly you get something right away goes through here man and just sticks around and then you think over and over and over to make something better and now you and i are having a chance to do this change on somebody like i have an example at the gym I, i'm not gonna mention names but i have one guy that since cambridge bjj is open he has been giving a lot of support mm-hmm. he has given me a lot of support he may be trained once a month. He's paying monthly. And he's, he type, I feel like he likes to talk in the internet. You know, I see that. But he already quitted twice. Mm-hmm. And both times that he quitted, I looked straight on his eyes, shake his hand, and I told him, whenever you want to come back, mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. If you want to train, I'm here. If you yeah. want to get better in jujitsu, I'm here. If you want to get better in life, come to the gym. Come to train. You want to talk. You want to get new friends. You want to change your life or change the, the, the way that you're going. We're here. Come to the gym and we're here to help, you know. And this guy, like I said, he quit it twice. He quit it one time. I messaged him. Two months later, he came back. I said, man, I'm here and I'm here to help you. He quit it again. I messaged him. Listen, I'm not going to be messaging you to come back to the gym. But if you want to come back, I'm here to help yeah. you. And that's that's the purpose. It's this is one of many that we have different many ways. Not people only quitting. There's many way to help people, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you're just in, you inspire people, man, by your actions, by your mo- you know what I'm saying. That you know, and dude, you reached out to that dude. Who knows? You might have saved that dude's life. Legit. You might have legit saved that dude's life, man. You don't even know, man. I've gotten so many messages. I mean, I've gotten having gotten so many messages. Trust me, no one talks to me. I've gotten a couple messages. I don't want to exaggerate. People that are like, yo. Dude, I was in a rough patch, man. And you and Rick, Rick's my business partner. He helps run the gym. It's funny to say business partner because he's just been my—he's just my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, dude, we like—they're like, yo, you've helped us so much, and you know this and that. And I was having a rough time, and you guys, blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, man, that's so—that's good, man. I feel good. Like now, I feel like I have to keep going. Like you said, like yeah. you're with that dude, you could have saved that dude. Like who knows what was going on in his brain? And he's like, man, Calvin, this guy, this BJJ champion, you know, this guy, he's the guy, and he's out—he's out here messaging me. It's like sometimes I feel like when I'm like talking to guys on the team or like, dude, where I'm kicking it with Nate and uh, in Florida for worlds. And I'm like, bro, why is this guy hanging out? Yeah, I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I look at him, I have to do that because he's that much taller than me. Yes, yes, you gotta look at me. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. But yeah, man, dude, you're right. And like, to go back, I, I wanted to just say, because you know, I don't get to talk about Josh enough. Josh is so funny, man. Josh helps me in like the most unsuspecting ways. Josh will say something and I'm like, wait a second. 
it doesn't make sense. And he'll be like, and then he'll be like looking at, I'll like, I'll catch myself like thinking, trying to think around it. And I'll look back at him and he'll be looking at me and then I'll walk away. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> He's just supposed to be like, what's wrong with this dude? But exactly like, like that. It's just like, dude, he's a, he, dude, they helped me a ton, man. And like, it, it, it it's just a positive thing. Jiu-Jitsu, as long as it's practiced positively, you know, it's a great thing for people. And like, I think it's, I think it's great that it just keeps spreading. Um, You know, and then dude, like, you know, like George said, like, you know, you're right. Like, dude, sometimes, dude, sometimes I am the leader, but sometimes I like to let other people lead. I like to see, you know what I'm saying? You got to put people in positions. Positions. Exactly. But listen, that's what leaders do. Yeah, man, it's fun, yeah. dude. You gotta, it, dude, yeah. it's, it, dude. And you talk about, like, you talk about, like, um, whatever, dude, you talk, like, dude, you were saying the tournament, bro, the tournament, the tournament, the tournament. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, the tournament, like, dude, they can lead, like, the tournament's a great place for them to try to do, like, being a leader, it comes from, like, like, the tournament is, like, leading, like, you're gonna, you're gonna, dude, you're either gonna win or lose, like, just because you do, a, just because you might not be the most efficient one time when you're leading something, doesn't mean that next time you're not going to get better exactly and that's exactly. why you need the tournament dude you need to be able to experience like yeah i did a great job but what have you done today oh you did a bad job what have you done today you know there's going to be another time like you have to keep going that's why it's important to look at the tournament to like compare your journey there to your journey in other places do you know what i'm saying like that's and that's why they're that's why those things are so important you know and, and it's just like so, every, like single, say, like, every single day is a different day that you can do different things to change it, right? So if you didn't do good today, like you mentioned, if you didn't do good today, that doesn't mean that the rest of the tournament, if you didn't go, didn't do good at this tournament, doesn't mean that all the tournaments that you're going to do, it's going to be the same. No, you have every single day to change this, the result of, you know, so. Oh, man, every student, the best stories are the people that rise from the bottom. Exactly. Those are the best stories, bro. The best, dude. I how good is this story gonna be when I lost this year in both of my matches? When I finally win the world title at black belt, whenever master division is, you know, I'm gonna tell people, dude, I lost my first two matches at the major black belt events, and most people would have quit, but I just kept going. You know, I was 0 and 2 as an MMA fighter. My first two combat sports events, I was 0 and 2. I lost both matches. Okay. Both fights, I was 0 and 2. I was getting ready to quit, dude. My boy, he pulls me in the office at the time. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, man. He's like, you're doing everything it takes to be a champion. He's like, we just haven't got it yet. 0-2, lost both fights by submission. 0-2, bro, lost both fights by submission. A lot of people give up there. Definitely. Not, Definitely. Dude, I, want, I rattle off five wins in a row in an MMA. Dude, I go rattle off seven wins in a row in boxing. I go do what I do in jiu-jitsu. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not like, oh. At, the, at that time, at that time as an MMA fighter, did you train jiu-jitsu often already? Dude, we trained catch wrestling, bro. Come on, jiu-jitsu, bro. Dude, there was nobody around. <laughs> dude, there, dude, even. I don't even count myself as a jiu-jitsu instructor yet, bro. This guy, there's <laughs> not even. Dude, we're, in, we're just behind, man. Like, dude, everybody's behind compared to the places where it started, right? Like, no, definitely. It, dude, like, you just have to acknowledge that, man. It's not a big deal. You have to be realistic. Like, dude, you go to Toronto, you throw a stone in any direction, you hit a jiu-jitsu gym. You go, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Southern California, whereas, you know, it's warm, 
you know, it's weird. Like you guys, the Brazilians, you guys just seem to just go to all these warm spots with beaches, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing, Toronto. <laughs> no, dude, Toronto's an awesome place. Toronto's like the fifth biggest Toronto's city. Toronto's amazing. Toronto's amazing. Dude, you guys picked a great spot. Like you picked yeah. an awesome spot. Toronto's an amazing place to go. I love, I love Toronto. I love Canada. I can't. I have no complaint, but the cold. Dude, yeah, trust me. Well, you know what, though? Here's the thing is that I tell the guys all the time, dude. It's easy to go train jiu-jitsu. In, it's easy to go train jiu-jitsu in Southern California. It's oh. easy, bro. Easy to go train jiu-jitsu in Southern California. It takes somebody different to go outside Every, in, you know, in Toronto to go walk. Every single day, warm, nice weather. Just put your T-shirt, shorts. Let's go. Bike. Oh, my God. That would be great. Different, bro. It's different. You if know. you only know joy, bro, do you really only know – do you ever really know joy? Yeah, yeah no way no dude yeah. if you you cannot know joy without pain you can't man no definitely no no i get it i get it what you mean without knowing the pain of course it's different it's a different way of enjoying the joy yeah because how can i say that um i always i believe that i i always was like a a happy kid yeah you know, i always had joy in my life like my dad I'm not, I wasn't rich. I never, I, I, my family is not a rich family. We, yeah. I came from a, a, a really poor neighbor and then I moved to another poor neighbor in a rich, in a rich um, community. Uh, I don't know how can, can I say that, but. No, I understand you're, yeah. So I had so much joy, you know, in my life, but then I had to, I had to go through something really bad that I, I had to do surgeries when I was 12 years old and mm -hmm. stuff. But then I find out how enjoyable life was after I've been through so three years of pain, surgeries, uh, physiotherapy, crunches, yeah. uh, uh, blood work every single time and stuff that made my life so much harder. And then as a kid, I used to think, oh my God, I used to play soccer. It was like so nice. Now I cannot, I cannot even walk, you know? But then when I start to walk again, to run again, to do stuff, you really gonna put this thing that you said, oh, the joy. Like, how do you know joy? You know, how, how can you enjoy life? You really gonna really enjoy life after you've been through some, some shit like that. And then you're gonna feel like, man, the things that I used to do, I didn't know how joy, like how much I could enjoy it. But now after being through some shit, for sure, the small little things that I used to do that was like, ah, it's okay. For me, it's like a lot a lot like one of the things that i cannot do right now it's running i cannot run like for real if something happened right now and i have to run here to save my life i might not be able to because i'm sure as, as soon as i start to run my hips gonna yeah yeah you know but then when i had the surgery and stuff that i was like i start to run again because i was young yeah. i was like 15 16 i could do a lot more man my life was like so much better i, I always want to keep running and doing stuff because that made me feel better because during some period of my life, I could not do it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got to, to understand the joy in little stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not everybody. They're going to tell you like, I know what joy means. No, it's not everybody going to tell you that, but yeah. it's just funny. You say that. So like, dude, so yeah, man, like so you, so you went through the hardship. So you went through hardship and then you learned, you know, you, now you're, you're, you're grateful. You have grateful. grateful exactly okay yeah i know, I know. Exactly. I know dude. Exactly. It's, just, it's a big secret in life bro exactly, exactly. Like, dude, 
some of us, you know, they have, so you're like, you're hip, look at dude, I had to get punched in the ears a whole bunch of times before I figured it out. Like they just needed to literally beat it into my brain the hard way. What do you think but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. But I finally got it, dude. Like, dude, I'm, dude, I went through what I had to go through to get where I am now. Dude, I'm so grateful. Like, dude, I like, dude, dude, like, man, Antonio, what are you grateful for? Exactly. Like, you can't go train with your friends. You can't, you don't see them in per- Bro, dude, they ain't gonna last forever, man. I'm, I'm grateful that I have them. I'll see them again one day. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go over there with your parade in the rain and you hang out over there. I'm just sitting here biding my time. You know what I'm gonna do? Why I can't go train with my friends? I'm gonna work really hard. Because you know what I'm going to do when I can go? Because when I when they're like, hey, what were you doing? I'm going to be like, oh, look at all this stuff I've been working on. But now we can all get together. Oh, man, because you know what happens when you have people that are inspired, that are grateful, that want to do the work. You know what seems to just happen? Things just seem to grow exponentially. It happens. Yeah, it's exactly. weird. Yeah, things grow exponentially. Exponentially. And what's the secret? What's the secret for that? Well, I do. I've literally, I don't know. There is no real secret, dude. You just want to do it, dude. I tell the guys all the time. It's different when the guy wants to fight. It's different when this dude is over here and he's just doing it for social media, right? It's different when he's doing it for a payday. Then you run into the dude who wants to fight, who isn't doing it for the money, who isn't doing it for social media, who might have that stuff too, but I would do it for free. Dude, I was talking. To, I was talking to one of my boys. I was talking to Nick. I'm like, bro, man, I've been doing this for free for the whole time. <laughs> Dude, I've been, we've been paying exactly, to do it. We've been exactly, paying yes. to do it. I'm like, Nick, you know how lucky you are, bro. I'm like, you get to go out there and fight. I'm like, dude, you're living people's dreams, bro. I'm like, I literally pay to go fight. And I can't even really fight anymore. I play a <laughs> game that I think is fighting. I'm like, bro, you're living people's dreams. It's different when you meet the guy that wants to fight. And people be like, oh, I, no, nah, dude, trust me. I know it when I see it. Like as somebody who wants to do it, who can turn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, know yeah. it when I see it, I can see it in your eyes. I can see you it recognize, you can recognize. I agree. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had a saying for that. They have a saying for that, right? Exactly. Real exactly. recognizes real. Yeah, dude. And people are like, Oh, it's just a cliche, whatever, whatever. Okay, man. If you're going right. to take this way, exactly. If you want to take this I, way, whatever. Yeah, dude. yeah, exactly. Dude. Well, climb in there. Climbing there. You know, you put know my what? shoes. It's like put the shoes on and do the same thing. No, no, don't put my shoes on. That'd be too easy for you, bro. Because <laughs> I don't. I get too lucky, bro. I'm not even that good. Trust me, I'm not that good. No, I have to work really that. hard. This guy's probably talented. Something I never had. So you can you can just freestyle in there, bro. You know the worst sound in the world is the worst sound in the world is when they close that cage door and lock it, and you know you're not supposed to be in there. Cause no, <laughs> you know you're not supposed to be there. Then you no, you screwed. No, he's coming to help, bro. But it's dude, not- some people need to learn that lesson. And if you need to learn that lesson, like dude, if you want to learn that way, you should. And like, I am not discouraging you because you should, dude. Because it's a lesson that will save you. Like seriously, like in all honesty, like I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm not putting anybody down. Like dude, I, we're laughing about it as a big joke because it is. But dude. You should go learn, man, because it's a better life, dude. I'm telling you, I'm not like, I'm not saying it to be a jerk. I'm not saying it to be mean, dude. Dude, if you think you can do it, you should do it. And you should do it your way. You can try to listen. You could, I'm telling you, there's people you can listen to that are going to make it easier for you. But if you are like me or Calvin and you want to do it your own way, go do it your own way. Just be nice to people on the way. Don't treat people, don't treat people poorly. Be nice to people. 
and do your thing and you'll learn and people will watch and people will see and eventually they'll come help you when you finally realize you need help but like do it your way then do it your way change the game do whatever you need to do i'm telling you as a knucklehead who has the ears to prove it you're better off linking up with somebody who knows what they're doing exactly and, great point and, great point helping you out but dude, I had to learn the hard way too. My nose has been broken twice. One of my training partners kicked me over the eye. Dude, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's my, my best friend. One of my best friends, Eddie Weiser. He broke my nose as a lefty when I was fighting a lefty. Then I was fighting a righty and he broke my nose as a righty. Man, Antonio, you guys shouldn't have been sparring that hard. Man, I know. We had to learn the hard way. We didn't have a cage. We couldn't afford it at the time. So we just used the ring. Well, one time I double-legged this dude through the ring ropes and he smacked his head on the metal. And when he was going to get surgery... The rest of us just kept fighting. <laughs> I know how it is. I, dude, I, I worked, I worked, I used to work with nurses. They used to be really close to us because we worked in a facility setting. So every Friday night, the nurse would come over and do rounds. And I already had, because you can buy needles at any, any pharmacy in America. So I'd go to my car, I'd get the needles and I would look at the nurse and she would look at me and I would look at her and she'd be like, what do you want, Antonio? I'd be like, can you drain my ear for me? <laughs> and she would, she'd be like, you're ridiculous, dude. Like, you're the best. You're the best. And she'd pop it in there and then suck it out. And it was just, she was this little old lady. I'm like, dude, you're awesome. I, I heard, you know, her name's Amy. I, she was, she, you know what I'm saying? She's retired, but she, she was super nice to me. I've been really lucky. I've, I've been super lucky that I've been able to link up with a bunch of nice people. Oh, yeah, who sure. Always looked out for me because like, Dude, I was a knucklehead, dude. I was just running. I only know how to lead people one way. And I don't even really want to lead people. But if I tell you that there, we need to run into that fire over there, it was like, yo, I'm telling you that we need that thing over there that looks like it's on fire. That's where we need to go. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be the one who's running first, bro. Because I'm the one who made the choice. So I'm going to be the one that's going first, man. If like, and that's the way, if the team's like, yo, if I'm hanging out with my teammates that I trust and they're like, yo, we got to go this way. I'm like, I don't know, man. It looks kind of sketchy. And they start going that way. I'm like, all right, well, I'll go. I'm just going to look around on the way. <laughs> like, dude, you got to be just you. Like, you got it. Like, I don't know what else. It's the like best lesson George taught me. Like, dude, just be unapologetically you. And like, be you who cares what other people think, man? Like, just have fun. Dude, Van Wilder, one of the old, I don't know if you've ever seen Van Wilder, an old movie about college. Dude, he puts the best, dude. None of, dude. People take life too seriously. Dude, none of us are making it out of here alive. None of us. Exactly. No. <laughs> so you might as well have fun, dude. Exactly. Exactly. I agree, man. Like uh, earlier, we we're talking about um, like when you started back in back in the days, you know, there was like a, uh, only a purple belt that you start training. So how how long does that you actually start training jujitsu? dude i didn't get so i did train with the he was a black belt by the time i got to train with him um so and i did train with him a little bit but dude i just fell so this was at the end of me cage fighting uh -huh. dude i just fell in love with boxing dude i trained with lionel thompson and xl holmes lionel's one of the best boxers to ever come out of buffalo in my opinion and dude they were training out of victory mma where i was boxing at the time and i just fell in love with it dude and like dude boxing is so rhythmic it's so like rhythmic and it's so pretty and it's so like, oh, and it's just, it's just so fun, dude. And it's just oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure. There's nothing more fun than like, there's nothing that inspires fear in somebody than being inside of a boxing ring with somebody you shouldn't be. Because at least if you shouldn't be there in an MMA fight, you can tackle that dude to the ground. But when you're stuck in there with a the boxing, like Muhammad Ali said, yeah, like 
this dude over here that wouldn't call when the dude wouldn't call Muhammad Ali, he kept calling him Cassius Clay. Muhammad Ali said, this dude don't deserve a clean knockout. He deserves to be punished for the whole fight. I'm going to drag him all the way to the end. And you could do that in boxing. You can literally pull your punches and just punish someone. Um, but then, dude, I was like, man, there's no longevity in this. There's, you know, my brain hurts. So I stopped and I got it. I watched the, as cliche as it sounds, I watched the Anthony Bourdain, No Reservations, where him and his wife go to Rio. And I, then my girlfriend at the time was like, you should watch this. I think, I think you'll like it. Something's been missing. And I watched it. I remember one morning I watched it and I was just like, I bought a blue gi that day from Fuji from Fighters Market. And I got back into gi jujitsu and I never turned back. And uh, at that time, there was a couple local, there was a couple homegrown black belts, but dude, it, it, no, and they were doing their best. Like, I'm not saying anything negative about uh-huh. them. They were doing great, dude. They, I appreciate everything they did for me. They did the best they could possibly do. They were doing, our, we were doing our best, but what you, you don't know what you don't know. And uh-huh. I mean, like, dude, I can go up, drive two hours and train with George and you got and Nate and you and Darson and Kong and Sheehan and Vicky and all in like all these champions and Alessandro and dude, all the, I don't want to miss anybody. Cause I don't want anybody to beat Actually, me I up. Know, and, Dynas and Andre, I'm just like ducking. Too many, the too many. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like ducking out of the way, dude. And like, I can go train with all these dudes and they know so much and they know more. They've been doing it longer than me. They might not know more than me, but they have more refined or efficient ideas and I can pick their brains as opposed to like talking to somebody on the phone halfway across the country who I'm sure has your best interests in mind, but may be very busy still building what they're building there. And so we were doing our best, but it it just wasn't the same. And it, it still isn't sadly in Buffalo. We're still missing a lot. Like, dude, that's why Niagara Falls BJJ just keeps growing, dude, because exactly, like, exactly. you know why? Because I literally just do the system. I literally just follow the system. Good note. <laughs> people, people sh- like you, you mentioned earlier, if you don't really know what you're doing and you have somebody that you can look up to and you can get help from to build up the way that you're doing, it's just like to follow the curriculum, follow the the things that we have in hands to 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 keep growing, right? There's there's not there's no magic formula. There's no uh, special details or notes that you should be doing. It's just all about work, you know. Grinding every single day. You work, you work, you grind. You have your mindset. Jiu-Jitsu helps you a lot with that. You know, you're having your mindset set to towards the goal that you want. I see. I I so I I do agree with that partially. So I do think that. But I so now as a very grateful person, um, dude, it's also about having people in front of you who care about you. That maybe not care about you on like a. I don't know. Like it doesn't have to be like oh they're my best friend. Like you know they're my mentor. There, but they they care about you is like they want to see you doing well too and being compensated for what you're doing and. And like I said, I'm not saying anything negative about anybody or I'm not speaking to any situation or anything, but like, dude, as things grow and they become more and more exposed, like I've seen tournaments before where I've had to leave because I was getting ready to lose my mind on a parent yelling at their child when I know the parent doesn't do jujitsu and the child couldn't escape the armbar. And like, it's important, like, dude, the people that are speaking from experience, dude, most of the time, dude, they kind of know what they're talking about. And like the athletes that are coming up, like, man, I see, you know, just as I wear my hyperfly Canadian rest here, I see all these guys out there hype repping, like they're, they're George fly, they're, 
they're Mike Fly. I'm sure they're Kelvin Fly. They're yeah. Mickey Fly. They're Andre. I don't want to miss anybody. I don't want to be attacked. They're Kong Fly. Whatever. Bro. They get their 15 from from the yeast cells, and I think that that's great. And I think it's awesome that Hyperfly Canada does that. And oh, yeah. I wish more people would follow that example. And like, dude. And me and you had already talked about it with the shirts and everything, dude. No athlete support, dude. Fighters don't eat medals, bro. Not everybody's like you. Not everybody's like me. Not everybody had the very lucky education that I did. Like I graduated high school, I got a job for the state, and I got my associate's degree on my own. Not everybody's like that, dude. Not everybody has those opportunities. And we need to foster that growth. And we need to foster that growth back in places that like that might not have that money. Like, you know, downtrodden neighborhoods. Like we need to sponsor kids that don't have the money to come train at a jiu-jitsu we need to make sure that they're getting the opportunities we need to be yeah. giving back to those dudes we need to be exactly. dude my boy mix dude he just paid for some kid at the gym to have a free year membership and by paid i mean like me and him we're, we're just messing with this kid who i like train for free because he's a good kid and a wrestler and he needs a positive influence on him exactly that's dude that's i mean like and i'm not i didn't do it I, and I he probably won't even watch this so that he won't even know i didn't do that to put it out there because i planned on saying that because i didn't but no, I know, I those know. are the people you need to help man people that man you could lose this dude to the fray or you could make a better person for the community. Because you know what that dude's going to do? He's going to be like, man, I remember that old guy with the beard who helped me. And I remember, you know, and I remember my boy, Pat Mix, my old wrestling coach who helped me. And he's going to try to give it back. And you know what happens when everybody starts paying it forward? The whole thing gets better for everybody. And like, I really wanted to make, I didn't really plan on getting that out, but I'm happy I did. And I'm happy you brought me there because like, yes, you got the guys like us doing the work and the guys like everybody I've already named out there doing the work and grinding, but without the correct support from people in front of them to do, they become, they become whatever they become. I don't even want to say yeah, this, this little thing that you're doing right now for him, it's going to be a big change for the future, you know? Well, we, dude, it's so funny, man. It's weird. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like I learned from somebody. It's like, I learned by watching people. Isn't that yes, weird? Yes, for sure. Isn't it, like, yes. think, I mean, I just got lucky. Maybe like the hyperfly thing. Maybe it is like that. It is. Like that. <laughs> like, I understand you. I understand like, that because I think the same way every time, like, like we just said, every time we, we are around people that support us, that give the support that is there for us, the same way we are there for them. We always catch stuff. We catch the stuff. We evolve with this and then we try to make things better. Like, man, this, this thing that you did, like, it's great, you know, helping people, the little things that you do right now in their life, it's going to be great for the future because they can help somebody else the same way that you did just that, like you mentioned, you know, dude, and maybe, but here's it. So then you look at it, look at the coin on both sides though. Like, don't like, cause you know, trust me, I have the, I have the very heavy cross the bear of being like too optimistic sometimes sometimes i see the good in too many people so i try to look at it on the other side of the coin so look on the other side of the coin right and whatever dude here's the thing is that i tried i tried my best so go all the way back to the tournament so you know at the beginning of the conversation so what did you okay well you've seen this you had this opportunity well i literally tried my best this is this is what i did blah blah blah, blah. i tried my best that's what i'm doing that's what I'm doing. I'm oh, Kina, I would never ask you to do more than your best. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, because I still have to have a life for me too. And you exactly. still have to like you and your exactly. family. I mean, you can only do so much sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be putting myself out in the cold for some, you know, for somebody who won't even come train. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and like, so, it, you know, just to, again, when you love something, like whether it be my uncle, I play the stock market with my uncle all the time. 
he lives in Texas. He taught me, he could teach you life through the stock market. He's been doing it for 30 years. He loves it. He might not say he loves it, but he, this guy loves it. Trust me. <laughs> like, hey, dude, talk to somebody who's a good cook. Talk to somebody who can do poetry. Talk to somebody who can do art. Talk to somebody who can do jujitsu. Talk to somebody who can do boxing. When you find people who love what they do, they can teach you life through that. And sure. And for that's sure. like the thing about jujitsu. Like I can find overarching themes through lessons that I've learned, you know, really in the last couple of years. And then I reflect it back onto my personal experiences in the sports. And I could teach you kind of a little bit about maybe how to make your life maybe a little bit better if you're willing to listen and take the time to think about it. And like Great I said, point. the best part about the competition is all I'm asking you, bro, is to try your hardest. Ooh, look at that. All I'm asking is to try your hardest. If you try your hardest, I'm going to be there for you either way. And if you know what I'm saying, yeah, try yeah, your hardest. Sure. I, agree. I, I agree. So like, dude, you talk about helping people, man, dude, all I'm asking you to do is just do it when you see it. You know what I'm saying? When you see an opportunity, help out, bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The you have the opportunity. You. Don't lose the opportunity of helping out. That's right. And that's like the, the main thing about the kids class. Like, dude, you know, you know how like they gave me a lot of help with the kids class. They let me come sit in on classes and this and that, dude, I had no idea what was going on. And I was more nervous to teach the kids than the adults, like so much more nervous. I still stress out over the kids class sometimes. Too. I, know, but, I know, dude, I, I, the, I have, I have the feeling, the same feeling. <laughs> I tell the kids all the time, dude, I'm like, man, you represent something special. I'm like, you represent jujitsu. I'm like, you represent Brazilian jujitsu. I'm like the real dudes, the dudes who are in there. And let me just tell you, the real dudes, the George Brittos, the Tiago, you know, the Tiago Barbosas, the, you know, the Nielsen Piment, those dudes, the Andre Galvao's, the guys, like the dudes, those dudes are good guys. They're, yes, they're big, yeah. strong, you know, they can be aggressive, they can be whatever, they can be, you know, destructive sometimes in the matches, blah, 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 but they're good dudes. And that's what's the they're key. good dudes. Is if, you're, if you're good at jiu-jitsu, man, awesome, bro. <laughs> you're great, you're you're great you're you're you, bro. Trust me, you ain't eating that gold medal you get at Worlds, though. <laughs> so Definitely. you ain't eating the gold medal you get at Worlds. So you better have a backup plan. So, but what's more important that you winning that medal is that you're a good guy, you're a good girl, you're a, a good woman, you're a good person in the community. You're someone that I'm like, yo, this is my friend. This guy's gonna be this. Trust me, this you make the change. You know, you make the change. So if if you're a person that can actually get to the place and make some change for good to help, you know, it's it's amazing. It's um it's a influence, you you take influence in people's life when you do good stuff and you actually help, you know. So yeah, well, it's not even I don't even want the influence. I want them to influence more people, <laughs> right? Like exactly, it's but, but it's, <laughs> it's through your influence that this is gonna be creative, like. Through you, you influence them to do doing stuff, and then they're gonna be always like you said, oh, this guy, this beard guy, long time ago actually yeah, did yeah. this to me. Um, why I cannot do this for another person, you know? And that that how it goes, you know, a little bit of of a, a good uh uh how can I say that like a, a good action, you know? Yeah, a little so, bit of goodwill. No, dude, for sure. Exactly. Like dude, for me, like I think about again, cliche, whatever, a quote. The only thing that it takes for bad people to do well is for good people to do nothing, right? It, the quote's a little different than that, but like the day that we stop working and trying is the day that this place falls apart. And like, dude, we're, we're there, man. In, in America, I mean, like we're there. I mean, you guys aren't to the same level as we are in Canada, but like as like a person who's living here, who's worried about the future for my kid, like I'm like, you know what? I've had enough. <laughs> like I've literally had enough. Like I've had enough on both sides, bro. Had enough of you talking bad about my friends that are officers of the peace 
that are really good people that are out there helping people. And I've had enough of you over here saying negative things about this person because you don't think that they look the same as you. Yeah, so between yeah. the two of you, if you come close enough to me, <laughs> oh god oh god I, I i get it man i totally get it but either way but so like i we gotta start off winding listen, down right listen i need you i need you to to um i know we're going we're going too much already i know we have to go but i need you to actually just um the last couple of words i need you to explain a little bit of your own mindset because i like that you know i want people to listen to that and and just like just Tell like straight, what, what do you do to keep you grinding like that, you know, to keep working towards the goal that you have? Because this, this might be like cliche, like whatever you can, whatever you you say might be, sounds like a cliche, but it's not. People can hear this and actually change something in their brain, you know? So what do you, like, what keeps you with this mindset? What, what keeps you working toward the goals, toward helping people and, and making you happy by that? Because I know you have, what makes you happy is like helping people. Dude, I just like to help people. I mean, I just, I like to, it's just a good, it's a better life, man. I have good, I'm very lucky, dude. I have good people around me who care about me and support me. And I like in everywhere, like on the team, in my association, in my personal life, at work, I have people around me that are like, that always are, dude, they let me fail on my own. <laughs> like they let me fail, dude. They'll let me literally fail. And then they're just standing there looking at me like, dude, you are such a knucklehead. Bro. <laughs> why, <laughs> why don't you stop by your head? So like, dude, I just, I'm willing to do the work. I want to do the work. I do what I want to do. I, I'm not like faking it, dude. I'm me. I'm always me. I don't care what people think, dude. And like, I have good examples to follow. I have good people in front of me. Like, I try to be nice. To, I get what I give it. Like all of the cliches. I mean, like, dude, like I get what I give. Like my favorite one recently is the one George put up the other day, dude, dude, not everybody gets the same version of me. Sometimes dude, people will tell you that I'm this. And sometimes, well, here's the thing is that if you're being negative to somebody in front of me and like treating somebody poorly, you might not like what comes out next. <laughs> and you might not like what you see next. Cause sometimes I have the, like, I'm a little person. Like, so I don't very look that like intimidating. And I'm always smiling. <laughs> I'm always sticking my chin out because the easiest way to rate the weight to weight transfer is this: put your weight forward, bring your weight back, and then bring your weight forward again. So, because you're gonna miss, because I already planned on it. So I'm gonna sit like this and look at you, and then when you go, I'm gonna disappear and then come back. Not that I would ever hurt anybody, but like, dude, I literally just try to be a good person all the time. I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. And I just know that if I keep doing my best, good things will happen, dude. And sometimes things, awesome. it's, dude, I always am like stopping in the moment and trying to be better. Um, and, and that's really it, dude. I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, there's not really a secret to it per se. I get it. I, get I, it. I like, dude, I just have, like I said, and the people around me, dude, I'm constantly inspired by people around me. Dude, I, I take my diet as like not just what I eat. My diet is like what I consume visually, what I consume over my, like what I listen to, the people I follow. Like, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle, man. Like, that's what it is. Like, I'm not slinging jujitsu. I'm slinging like a lifestyle, dude. That's what I do. Like, and I love it. And I get excited about it and I get worked up and I get hyper and I run around in circles and like, I, whatever, dude, I say crazy things on social media. I troll <laughs> my friends, dude. I love it. Like I have a good time. And some days they're bad days, dude. And those bad days, you need them too. But dude, 
just like the tournament we talked about in the beginning, dude. Whether you win the gold medal or you get bounced in the first round, dude, you never get too high on a win and you never get too low on a loss, dude. Tomorrow is a new day. Sunday, I take time to reflect. Monday, let's go back to work. Dude, it don't matter. And you just be you. Bro. And if you if there's problems with you, dude, you, you have some issues, dude, it's not a big deal. Just work through them. Ask for help. As dude, I just ask for help. It, like literally that. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I wish I, I wish there was like something more deeper than that. Like, no, I wish no, I no, there's no exactly I, I, man. Yeah. There's no secret for that. Like, there's nothing deeper for that. Man. Whatever dude, you I have do, whatever you say, whatever you do, right? Literally thousands of screenshots on my phone. Literally thousands of them of things like that you can do. Look at that. Uh, go for someone who is proud to have you, not because you're pretty, but because you value them as a person. Look at this one. With the, this is a hyena smiling. We don't want to look at that one. Don't pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Uh, these are songs that I like. I like to be alone, but I'd rather be alone with you. That's about a person. Give yourself time to grow. That's about a butter. There's a butterfly growing. <laughs> it is a risk to love. What if it doesn't work out? Ah, but what if it does? I think I said that earlier. Uh, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity you know what i'm saying like dude you dude it takes work man yeah i have nothing else to say we could could talk this about the whole day you know trying to to get people to to see more and more but man i'm sure this this last word was like pretty pretty motivation and uh, and motivational and and uh and you can take this anything that can go inside of your brain from this will be a good result. You know, you gotta listen and try to catch anything that you can, because you're not talking, we're not trying to do bad for anybody. We're trying to help. We're trying to call the community. I'm trying to spread the word. I'm trying to spread jujitsu around with this, you know, that's why first impression BJJ was created. I was like the idea of preaching of getting people experience and throw out there. So other people can see and maybe be inspired, you know? So I'm sure through our conversation, through all this conversation, we already can inspire people, can get people training jiu-jitsu, can change their mindset, you know, and that's the whole idea. Like mindsets, it's a big part of our life. And if you don't have something like that, you should put through and set something that you can work for good, you can do good, you can help people. And that's all life is about, right? Dude, like, so Yeah, and like just to, and I know we're winding down, but like, dude, so I'm never afraid of Goliath. Like I'm not afraid of Goliath, bro. Like I'm not afraid of the big, strong dude who can pick things up and put things down, right? Because he might have a poor mindset or he'll eventually sure. find it. He'll eventually have his day, right, dude? He will eventually have, I've beat enough of them. Trust me, they're eventually going to have their day. I'm not afraid of anybody who's that smart, who's 99% smart either. If all you have is smarts, I'm not afraid of you either because you're going to have your day. You got to be both. You got to be smart and you got to do the work. It doesn't just happen from one or the other. You can't just pick things up and put things down and you can't just think. You got to do both. You don't, you don't sleep one day. <laughs> We don't sleep one night and wake up the next day rich, right? You don't sleep one day feeling bad and the next day you woke up really good. It's, yeah. it's all about the work you put in and, and the feelings that you're having inside here and inside here, you know, like I really sure. that. that. So, so, man, it was great talking to you. I know you have to go. I got to go too, but um, it was yeah, an amazing, amazing this was time. Awesome, we actually yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> I could do I could go all dude. I could go. I love to talk. I could go all day, man. This is great. I know. You had a ton of dude. You had a bunch of good stuff too, man. I appreciate it. So sure. now like I'm the weird person. So like now I have to go back and think about everything you said so I can replay it and then try to figure out what I can learn from that. 
like that's like that's like a different thing like you just have to do it though people like it takes a long time especially because like I just flow and like I feel like you do the same thing like I just let it come out I don't I try not to filter it because like that's the best way to do it but the problem when you're talking and like going back and forth is I think I missed some of the lessons that you were putting out too so now oh, no, we're back. gonna we're gonna have opportunity to watch this over and over and, and learn, you know, learn yeah. even even from all the things that you I learned from the things that I even said to you because sometimes we talk and we say things and then we go back, we listen to it, and like, yeah, man, I really mean that. I think of situations that I actually use it, and then you're like, Yeah, that's for sure. For, it's real, you know. You cannot mm-hmm. be, I'm not here to to say any lies, to talk shit and stuff. I want to bring things for the community. And yes. that I want to bring good stuff, good experience, you know, good words, good feeling. And it's all about that, man. It's all about it. Antonio, thank you very much. One more time, man. It, I really appreciate, you know, the time. Whenever you want to come out again, we can talk all, hours and hours. <laughs> and sure, put man. another episode out there. Any, man, anytime. Just, sure. Oh, dude, anytime. Just let me know, man. I, dude, I don't really like talking to people. It's I'm happy. Lot. I'm happy because at first you said no. At first yeah. you said no. Dude, so now I don't like talking to people, man. I, I'm weird like that, dude. I, I'm like a weird dude. Like I get like sometimes I get self-conscious and this and that. Like everybody does though. But yeah, like uh, I was, but like, dude, I, I know you, man. I, I trust you. And like I, I knew it would be a positive thing. And I was listening to some of your other ones. Man, I, I've learned so much and it, it's great, man. I was happy to help. And I hope it helps somebody bro so oh, i hope you definitely have, definitely i hope you have a, a good weekend man i hope everybody enjoyed it and just let me know man and guys man please if, if hit hit me up or hit calvin up and just let me know what you think or let calvin know what you think dude oh yeah I, like anytime i really listen to a full podcast i would try to let the guys know hey man that was good or hey man you're talking too fast or hey man your rash guard was dirty whatever bro i hated your stuff i loved it feedback yeah exactly. for sure exactly anything that can help anything that can help is good right so yeah no for sure man dude there's no there's no bad constructive criticism i mean like you, you they're so whatever bro. All right, we will learn we will learn from this Antonio, <laughs> one more time thank you and and uh let's keep in touch man let's keep in for touch sure. right for sure. have a good one have a good weekend brother thank you, you